It's time once again for another episode of Business Authority Radio. Broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel studios in Atlanta. And now here are your show hosts, Craig Williams and Neil Howe. All right, Neil, you got my back, so you need to shout out, tell everybody you're here. <laughs> uh, but uh, we've got a full house today, folks, and uh, we're just going to jump right into it. Uh, we have Dr. Indigo Triplet with Indigo Insights. We have Phil and Bonnie Parker, Experience Connections. And we have uh, Dean and a- Amy D'Angelo of Garlic Clove Foods, healthier food manufacturer here in Atlanta, actually. And Gareth Jenner. Uh, trust stamp ID. Uh, uh, once again, we are in front of authority and uh, a lot of credibility in this room. Uh, some of us have letters behind and in front of our names, but uh, because we're here, uh, we're authorities in our in our industry. So we're gonna get right into it. Uh, Dr. Indigo. Yes. Tell us a little bit about Indigo Insights and who your focus is. There's a lot of a lot of things that you're working on. A lot of uh, Uh, people that you're serving, but what is the focus of Indigo uh, Insights? Right. So I I created Indigo Insights about a year ago. I spun it off from my primary company, Careers in Transition, and it's a company that provides um, performance management with an emphasis on mental health. And so my target audience are law enforcement, and I hope we can talk a little bit about that, veterans, because a lot of veterans are impacted with PTSD, and... um, corporations. And I, and I say corporations because people show up and behave in different ways that sometimes can be attributed to mental health. Gotcha. Gotcha. Outstanding. And some, what are some of the misconceptions when we talk about uh, mental health and what you provide for your target audience? Uh, what are some of the misconceptions that most people have? Well, what's funny is when I mentioned to someone that I'm in mental health, the first thing I hear is, yeah, with gun control, out of control, and with, with terrorism and all these things, we always think of the negative, the negative. and high-end things that sometimes have nothing to do with mental health. Statistically, one out of four people have a mental health illness diagnosed. Yeah. And that's not even counting people who are not diagnosed. So when we're saying one out of four people, and we look in this room, two of us, possibly three of us, are dealing with anxiety, depression, or maybe even a mood disorder. There's so many things that we're dealing with. And what's interesting is that we're showing up in our organizations trying to hide it, but yet some of our behaviors are causing us to unravel. And I, and I mention this because I built a multimillion-dollar business that was both um, domestic and international, and I unraveled. I unraveled not knowing that I had a mental illness. I thought I was just a quirky entrepreneur, that the things that I did that caused me to be successful came from just being hard-charging, you know, staying up all night working. I thought those were normal behaviors, only to find out that I was really diagnosed with bipolar disorder 2 and PTSD. Outstanding, outstanding. And so firsthand, not only just being a doctor and having studied this, firsthand you've gone through this, so you're able to service uh, your client and your audience with some empathy and apathy for them, right? Yes. I, I, I'm, I'm what you call a lived experience. Just the other night I was at Turner, and Turner Broadcasting um, brought in all these organizations from around the country. You had UPS there, Coca-Cola, all these organizations. 
and they were there to talk about veterans and programs that you can have for veterans. And it was amazing how many professionals came up to me afterwards and confessed to dealing with some things that they cannot talk about in the workplace because <coughs> of the stigma. Gotcha. Or they choose not to because they don't feel it's a safe place. Um, right. So uh, let's talk about your expert ability. If, 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 if you were a superhero, what would be that superpower that most people would consider you having as you service your, uh, your customer or your client? Product? I'm a healer. A healer. And what's interesting, having an organization that did performance management, um, I would go in and heal organizations. Now I'm really focusing on healing individuals and helping them weather storms and really continue to perform despite a diagnosis. What are some of the areas uh, or ways that you're able to uh, share your expertise? Um, do you have books or uh, um, as far as that speak to your credibility outside of your uh, work history and your business history? So I have three books. The first two books um, are called Playing by the Unwritten Rules. And it really focuses on um, the games that are played in organizations and how you have to really be able to up your game and be able to understand those unwritten rules. But then after my studies around mental health, I created a book called, or I wrote a book called, Dueling Dragons, A Bipolar Journey from Darkness into Light. And that is doing very well um, because people really want to read about expectations. Um, and it may not even be for them. They may be living with someone that they think something is going on, but they don't know how to approach them. Well, you know something already, I've got insight that uh, part of this whole conversation we're going to have is going to have a lot to do with transition, all types of transitions. Uh, your, your transition being having to, you had an epiphany or you had an experience to, that opened your eyes to what you were dealing with and open other people's eyes so that they knew, uh, they had that, un they used to have unrealistic <laughs> expectations and now they could, they could work through that with you. Um, share with us, um, and we'll, we'll probably come back to you, but share with us how we can get in contact with you and uh, information you'd like to share with the audience. Well, I'll give my primary um, web address, which is www.indigotriplet.net, and they can always call me at 770-317-0153. Um, I, I do speaking engagements as well as going in and do performance management for organizations around mental health. Outstanding, outstanding. Thank you so much, Dot. Uh, Bonnie Parker uh, of Experience Connections. A lot of history in in business, starting uh, bringing some franchises to uh, uh, or a franchise brand to this great state. Uh, background in business relationships, intimacy, and sexuality, which I love that that part about you. So you have so many layers, and uh, you have your partner here as well. Uh, but let's talk about the business and the relationships right now. We'll definitely circle back on another show with that uh, intimacy and sexuality. <laughs> of course, there, I mean, you can't um, optimize your business or a relationship without the other two. So share with us, Bonnie. All right. Well, my name is Bonnie Ross Parker, and um, I have an organization called Experience Connections where women make it happen. And it's interesting you mentioned about my background because my background is actually franchising. I helped create mailboxes, et cetera, in the early 80s. And I learned a lot about corporations. I learned a lot about customers. And I learned a lot about um, what it takes to grow a business. And when Phil and I had the opportunity to relocate from the D.C. area to Atlanta, Georgia, 
20 plus years ago, I wanted to take the skills that I had from the classroom and from franchising and all those other things and translate that to how can I support women in business? What are the kinds of things that I can do to ensure their success? So I started out with mentoring in the early 90s and eventually, actually this is my 14th year of supporting women in business. And I find that a lot of the networking that I participate in and others is all about um, telling and selling. And I wanted to create something that had a more feminine or a more relaxed environment, which is more about sharing and caring. So I've kind of gone the whole gamut of, you know, sort of the fast-paced franchising, customers walking in and out, to creating environments where women feel comfortable about sharing what they're passionate about and how we can support each other in business. And as I said, this is now my 14th year, and I love women that I meet and the opportunities that my um, a lot of the opportunities that my program offers them. As a seasoned, uh, <laughs> experiential, experienced woman, uh, tell me what your expert ability, if you narrowed it down to one, what would that expert ability be? I think um, I've tagged myself as America's Connection Diva, and I say that with a lot of pride because others have told me that one of the things that they love about working with me is that I'm always looking for ways to resource or to let others know what resources I have that can help them. Because I always believe that you never know who you're going to meet and the difference you can make in someone's life, and you never know who will meet you and the difference you can make. So I'm really about meeting mostly women, finding out what they need, what they're interested in, and who can I bring to the table to ensure that they have um, the resources and the help that they need. And Connection is is what I'm all about. Sure, when you, when you look at experience uh, connections, and you usually have women as part of that variable, um, what are some of the misconceptions people have uh, on what you do with uh, experience ex connections? Well, I don't know what the misconceptions might be. I think that one of the things that really has set us apart is the experience itself. That when women do. Um, have the opportunity for three minutes to be uh, loud and proud and share what they offer, they realize that in so many cases they're really not taken seriously or they're not listened to in a way that they deserve to be. So the environment that I've created is very different from the traditional face-to-face -face networking environment. Mm -hmm. So the misconception might be, oh, it's just a bunch of women getting together, and that's absolutely not true. We're very serious about growing business. We're very serious about the relationships that we create create. And um, we don't take lightly the relationships that can foster long-term um, opportunities, both personally and professionally. A lot of women will tell me some of their best friends have come out of these more intimate 20, 25 women intimate groups that they wouldn't have otherwise. That is powerful. And you're very intentional about what you do. You're very, very intentional. <laughs> uh, yeah. Share with me that transitional story. I know it, from franchising to corporate America to mentoring uh, share with me uh, one of the powerful lessons as an expert and authority in your space uh, that has uh, contributed to your value proposition to other people. Well, when I was in franchising, um, I worked with the corporate office and, of course, mailboxes, et cetera, is now the UPS store. But I learned quickly on that there was quite a distinction between the way they treated men and the way they treated women. And I don't know why, but it just existed. So... 
I think one of the lessons that I learned is that women have so much to offer, and they have such a significant role to play in the economic well-being of this country. And to support them and to recognize their contribution was something that I took very seriously. I was actually, when I moved to Atlanta, I became the associate publisher of a newspaper. Uh, It doesn't exist now, but through that forum, I had a two-page spread called... um, Uh, Well, I I don't even remember what it was called at the time, Um, but it really was a platform for women to step up and to step out and to let others know about what it takes to be a woman in business and the whole balance that comes with family and marriage and and spiritual responsibility and community activate, you know, being active in the community. So... All of those lessons have brought me to where I am today. I've also, like Dr. Indigo, I've written books about networking. I've um, shared stories of other individuals that I've met along the way and how networking and connection has empowered them to be the best that they can be. So it's it's a journey, you know. It's a journey from uh, the classroom to franchising to networking and to what I'm doing now, which is really empowering women to be the best that they can be, to have a lot of pride in what they do, and for community to support them because of not only the growth of that but the impact they have. So, How I do we get in journey. contact with you? Um, the website without the E is experience, the X experience connections.com. And you can email me through boot girl, B O O T G I R L at again, beginning with the X experience connections.com. Um, I love connecting with people online and offline. And if anybody wants to reach me, I certainly would um, encourage them to do that. And if they're local and they'd like to attend one of my events, uh, they'll be amazed at the difference that they'll experience by being with me and the women I attract. So thanks for having me. Outstanding. Phil Parker. We have, a, we have two dynamic duos in the, in the, in the um, studio today, and I'm, I'm honored to be in the presence of both. But to Phil, uh, tell us a little bit about um, – what you're doing now, what you've done in that in the space that you're in, and you're, you too are an author, uh, but your focus is in transition as well. Uh, tell us a little bit about that and who you focus on with that. Well, I'm not sure that I'm in transition. I'm oh. a little flattered to be here, given the fact that my wife is the chief executive officer of Experience Connections, and I used to be the chief executive officer of a large technology company. So your transition so was from that to? Well, it's actually... Total role reversal. Gotcha. And as the CEO of a technology company dealing primarily with men, different attitudes, different ways of doing things, finding myself now in the background supporting my wife, a woman, um, it has enlightened me. Let's just say it has enlightened me greatly on the difference between the way men do business and the way women do business. Men are black and white. To the point, let's get it done. Women are a little bit more on the emotional side. Relational? Relationship side, uh, in no hurry to get things done. But the strange thing is they always get it done. And I think they get it done with a lot less stress than we men do. Um, I'm also an author of several books. My first book was called Kiss Yourself Hello, From a Life of Business to the Business of Life. It was my transition from chief executive officer to career is over. I went from CEO to CIO in a matter of 30 minutes, and that's a time for another story. And having, having done that, didn't know what to do with the rest of my life, 
became a professional speaker, spoke for 15, 20 years, did stand-up comedy at the Punchline here in Atlanta, took drama lessons at the Alliance Theater to hone my skills. So I've really had a variety of experiences. Both my wife and I, when I first came back from Europe, and my wife and I kind of got together, we're a second marriage. She was running at the time mailboxes, etc. I offered to help her in the stores. The sadness was I didn't even know how to operate a cash register. <laughs> she said to me, you have to run the double Z tape. I said, what is a double Z tape? I'm used to running a big company. Yeah, yeah. So it was a learning experience for me, a wonderful learning experience for me. And more importantly than that, I have, I've always appreciated women. But I've come to learn and even more appreciate women for who they are, what they are, what they've accomplished, and what they deserve to be. And I think that's over many times overlooked in, this, in these times where the focus seems to be on the male advantage. You talk about equal pay for equal work and so forth and so on. So it's, it's been eye-opening for me, and I really think that my eyes were really opened 50 years ago. When I came, I was a naval officer, little thing called Vietnam. Thank you for your and, service. Uh, came out of there and ended up with my first job working for Johnson & Johnson, the pharmaceutical company. Some of you may have heard of it. I worked for their division called Ortho Pharmaceutical, which was the birth control division for women. Forget the birth control part. What it did for me was showed me women both emotionally and psychologically, and I think that's what's, what's enabled me to progress through my corporate career and always appreciate what, what women do. Gotcha. Uh, what would be your expert ability that you, uh, would, you tend to lean toward most of the time or people look for uh, in engaging with you? I'm one of these individuals that likes to cut to the chase. I'm not interested in excuses. I'm only interest, interested in solutions. So as I mentor people and I hear excuse after excuse after excuse, doesn't fly with me. Gotcha. Tell me the solution after the solution after the solution. Your most recent book and the one that you're promoting uh, now, uh, what's that about? Well, I won't tell you the full title, but I'll tell you the second half of the title. Because we're going we're to have a conversation about that late on another show. But Well, in that case, I'll tell you the full title. Thank you. The full title is called Grandpa Does Grandma, The ABCs <laughs> of Senior Sex. Yeah. And it's a book written to enlighten those of us that are seniors or in our 45, 50, 60 range that really say that intimacy, sexuality, relationships don't go away just because you get older. And, and, and see, that's the connection I see with business relationships and intimacy and sexuality. In business, uh, putting uh, aside the intercourse part, there is an engagement and, and an intimacy. When you spend the hours that we spend in work in the workplace or consulting someone or coaching someone, um, there has to be intimacy for there to be growth in any relationship. Uh, so that's why I mentioned that, and I wanted you to share with us, as far as looking at it from a candid perspective, uh, what it is. It is what it is, and it's very important that we consider each other in our relationships as we consider our customer base. Um, so uh, tell me a little bit more about how we can get in touch with you and um, um, how can we get in contact with you, and if we wanted you to speak, um, how do we find you? Well, you can reach me through my website, uh, Phil at Phil Parker, or it's www.philparker.com is my speaking site. Obviously, the grandpa does grandma.com is the other site for those of you that you were able to get that one, yeah. To check it out. Yeah, because I have a smart woman sitting to my left here. Awesome. And, uh, awesome. and that's how I can be reached. And you can always reach me through 
my wife as well through experience connections. And a wealth of uh, knowledge and relationships, folks, uh, and business there. Uh, that brings us to Dean and Amy. Uh, Dean, your transition has been uh, a big one uh, from my understanding, and I, uh, we met uh, at one of your shows. Uh, so tell us a little bit about uh, Garlic Clove Foods and uh, where you are and who you're focused on serving in, in, in your space. Garlic Clove Foods, uh, as you so aptly described it, is a healthier food manufacturer. Uh, my wife and I started Garlic Clove Foods in 2009, and we did it out of necessity, probably like most entrepreneurs. We had our youngest son had um, some pretty what we felt were severe food allergies at the time and it really turned our world upside down uh, we really realized that what you eat matters what you put in your body if it can affect you in such a bad way well then it's got to also affect you in a positive way so we started our journey and we we felt that we could provide something to busy hard-working families um, that would help them improve their lives. You got a pretty big audience because families, that's, that's a, uh, that give you some stability there. With your mission uh, for Garlic uh, Clove Foods, uh, what would you say is the number one focus and how do you do that? I mean, you're, you're not traditionally in just uh, the publics or what have you. You're mm -hmm. looking at a, a bigger picture as far as growing. We, we started out in the uh, natural grocery space. Uh, we're hoping to... Um, kind of outgrow that and become mainstream one day. We want our products. We make a line of really easy, nutritious, delicious packaged food. We help people put nutritious meals on their table quickly. And we're hoping to be able to do that across the country, across the world, obviously. I mean, we want everyone to have access to nutritious food uh, and, and not have to sacrifice uh, hours at a time preparing uh, these things from scratch. Or, or, or I, I always tell my wife, I said, you know, we're, we're making more than just great food. We're helping people take back their lives. We're helping people spend an extra hour or so with their children at night, with their spouses, instead of, um, you know, spending so much time in the kitchen. So uh, that's what we're kind of trying. Uh, that's our mission. Gotcha. Uh, Amy. Let's chime in uh, because you, you're closer. I met him first, uh, but you're a little bit close behind the scenes. Uh, healthy eating seems to be trending. Uh, what do you see happening? You know, I think it's becoming a really noisy landscape, right? I think there's so many different avenues people can look. Someone, you know, is told they need to go on a low-sodium diet or their best friend is on a gluten-free diet. Should I do it? Or what about my coworker who's on paleo? I think – there's such a big it's such a big thing right I mean we all want to eat better everyone wants to eat better but how do we do that and how do we find a way to do it sustainably and simply within our families and so I think what what my message is to people is you know let's just let's bring it back to the basics right let's let's get back to cooking for ourselves knowing what's in the food we eat paying attention to ingredients and just doing things that are really sustainable for your family instead of trying to 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 kind of follow all of the trends that are out there. Outstanding, Dean. Your background, uh, you and Amy. Your background it got you into food. Uh, and you all, you actually manufacture here in Atlanta. We do. We have a facility right in Doraville where we hand package all of our products. Um, we are a third par party audited facility. We um, 
we bring in ingredients and we build our recipes and we package our food right here in Atlanta. So what, what, it, what in your background brought you to this space? It's a great question. Uh, absolutely nothing. Uh, we, my wife and I were doing many different things uh, before we started Garlic Clove Foods. We really started it. Um, it was a concept that came about the week after Christmas, uh, right before New Year's, when we were in the kitchen. And my wife turned to me and said, you know what? We should start a food company. And I might have had a glass of wine or two, and uh, so, <laughs> so I agreed. No, just kidding. But I said, yeah, let's do it. And it, it, because it came out of, once again, it was, it was necessity. We were in a, in a position where we were struggling because of our son's allergy, food allergy and our, our busy lives and, 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 and not feeling as great as we should feel. And, and, and we looked at each other and said, there's got to be other people out here that are in the same position we are. Let's fill that need. Let's, let's help people. And you're now at a, in a place where you're, uh, you have a partnership with Costco? We do. We have a partnership with Costco. We, uh, we sell a lot of our food through, like I said, natural grocers like Whole Foods. Uh, Kroger uh, has a uh, local section that, that carries a bunch of local Atlanta food companies we're mm-hmm. a part of. Uh, we do a little bit of business with Amazon. Uh, we're, we're just scratching the surface as far as a food company goes, but it's been a, a, an amazing journey. Gotcha. Amy, uh, sounds like you were the, the heart of this. Um, I, I see the consistency as we talked with uh, Indigo, Dr. Indigo earlier. It was from her experience and, and firsthand experience. Uh, of course, uh, Miss Bonnie Parker, it's about the experience. And here you all found yourself at a place where you were experiencing something that led you uh, into this transition. So, um, uh, Amy, tell me a little bit about where you think um, things are going to go with this and w- how is the lifestyle and eating habits, how is lifestyle and eating habits um, working out for you all? Sure. I mean, like Dean said, we started this company out of necessity, and it came from the simple fact that I'm a mom, and I have two kids that I'm responsible for. I tell them all the time that my number one job is to protect them, and it's to protect them from the food we eat as well. Um, I think that for us, changing our eating habits, going to a real food lifestyle, eating real food, paying attention to what is in our food has made us a much stronger family. Our kids don't get sick. You know, we, our kids are 10 and 12 and they read ingredients. They know what is going to nourish their bodies and what they're going to have to pay for if they eat the next day. You know, I think it's just really about being intentional about how we go about our lives and food is such a big part of that. And it really does what we eat matters. It really does. And if we can just remember that as we're going to the grocery store and as we're preparing foods for our family or as we're going out to pick up foods for our family, it's amazing what, what that can do. How do we connect with you all? Through our website. Um, it's garlicclovefoods.com. You can find us on Facebook. You can call us directly. Our number is 404-585-8764. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Gareth, we save, the, save the best for life, right? Is that, is that how it goes? Uh, Gareth with uh, Trust Stamp ID, photo, and verification. And we just had a, a, a show just, just recently talking about cybersecurity 
but what is the focus uh, when it comes to ID and photo verification? I know that ha- has a little bit to do with it. What is the focus on, and who is your, pros- your number one prospect as an expert in this space? Trustamp is the FICO score for uh, P2P transactions and the sharing economy. Uh, one of our prime targets, for instance, would be Craigslist users. There are about 30 to 40 million transactions close each month on Craigslist. There's no way to verify who you're actually doing business with. Mm. And unfortunately, last week, we had the 102nd Craigslist murder that has taken place. Uh, So Craigslist, while it's a flourishing business, we believe would have an awful lot more users if you could have confidence who you're going to meet, whether you're meeting someone who is, in fact, selling you something they own or is a criminal. And so we think that uh, Craigslist users are a prime audience. And in fact, we used Google to survey them, and 60% of Craigslist users said they'd pay a dollar to make sure they knew who it was they were really going to meet and that they weren't meeting a criminal. That's a well-spent dollar, I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) But but a slightly more quirky use is dating sites. Uh, 10% of all dating site profiles are actually bots. Those people don't exist at all. And in fact, the dating sites create those users. Uh, The most extreme example was a site in China that was closed down that had 100,000 men and one woman. Uh, Every other woman on the site was a bot. Now, that's an extreme example, but the fact is you pay a subscription to a dating site, and they create bots which keep you on there because you think there's somebody who wants wants to have a date with you. But the sadder part is if you look at news, you'll find every week there is somebody who has been seriously defrauded. And a typical target is a divorced middle-aged woman. These women are being robbed, and they're being robbed of tremendous sums, up to a million, million and a half dollars, you'll find cases. On a less serious note, the average photo that's used on dating sites is five years out of date. Sixty percent of men lie about their age or occupation on dating sites. It's hard to get that, that best side of us, right? Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. And so what we're able to do is we can actually tell you, is that actually a photo of the real person? Not only that, but we can predict even whether it's a current photo or whether it's an out-of-date photo. Do they say that they're a CPA? Well, in fact, they're unemployed. We can tell you all of those things. Again, $1, you know who you're going to meet before you go on that date. And some 45% of dating site users said, I'd pay the dollar every time I go on the date. And there's 600 million dating site users in the world today. Outstanding. So your focus, who is your focus? Are you a B2B? No, we're starting off as a P2P intermediary. So the P2P market is a trillion-dollar market, people dealing with each other's through disintermediation platforms like Airbnb, dating sites, or Craigslist. And so we're reaching straight out to those people. Ultimately, we will offer it as a B2B and that we'll allow these platforms to integrate that utility into the site. But right now, we're going straight to the consumer. And one of the reasons is dating sites today do offer you a service. It's $25. And that gives you a background check, but it doesn't even verify photos. So we're going to be really disruptive. They're not going to like it because that $25 is really profitable. We'll offer it for a dollar. But eventually they'll be forced to accept that that price point has changed. As an expert, uh, and you know your ability, that's one thing as experts in our space and authorities, we're able to change and disrupt effectively. And you have confidence in what you are able to deliver. So you already are preparing for the new landscape. Really excited about what you all are doing at Trust Amp. Uh, what is the, um, what's your super power, I would say? Absolute objectivity. Everybody else gives you opinions. They editorialize. We give you the facts. We give you all of the facts. We let you make decisions. Outstanding. How do we get in touch with you? 
truststem.net. Today, if you go up there, we're in semi-stealth mode, so we're talking about it. We don't want to roll all the features out because people at the dating sites are not going to like it. But April 1st, so go to truststem.net. The week of my birthday. April yeah. Fools, actually, we're going to roll it out on <laughs> April Fools Day. Yeah, we're g- we're going to we're going to make the current providers into the fools. Outstanding, That's outstanding. Awesome. Well, folks, you heard it here. Um, you, we've shared with you a wealth of knowledge, a lot of authority here, a lot of experts. Uh, but most of all, you being the expert, make sure you stay relevant. Thank you again for joining Craig Williams and Neil Howe, along with their guests on the Pro Business Channel. Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of Business Authority Radio.